0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Emma and Rebecca Talk IP, a series in which we discuss topics catching our attention in the world of intellectual property and attempt to unravel what's really going on. My name's Rebecca Gay. And I'm Emma Isles. Today we're going to get a bit trendy
1: and we're going to talk about an emerging trend that we're seeing in the renewable energy space, which relates to patent trolls, which is a topic which sounds distinctly untrendy, I'll admit, but bear with us. To start us off, Rebecca, are we really talking about creatures hiding
0: under bridges, attacking unsuspecting passers-by? Well, it definitely has that connotation, and maybe there's some merit to it. The term patent troll is used to refer to a non-practicing entity, or an NPE, that owns patents, but rather than commercialise the patents and the technology associated with them the troll monetises them by threatening to sue or actually suing third parties for patent infringement with the aim of extracting licence fees or royalties. Often the patents relate to very broad general subject matter and often those rights have been obtained from a business that has failed and whose assets have been liquidated.
1: That's right and they really prey on the fact that most companies want to avoid patent litigation. So there's an incentive on the part of the alleged infringer to quickly resolve the matter by paying a relatively small fee to make the troll go away and avoid the cost of litigation. The troll gets to pocket the money and moves on to the next target. Using the patent system in this way is considered a form of extortion by many and is a long way from the intention of the system, which is to reward and encourage innovation. With patent trolls, it's often innovative companies that are the targets, though, aren't they, Rebecca?
0: They are. And historically, the targets of patent trolls have been uh, the big tech companies. So Amazon, Google, Apple, Samsung, Facebook, both Apple and Samsung, for example, have been sued in the US for patent infringement in relation to a number of different features in their products, including mobile apps, fingerprint detection technology, and more recently, the technology that's used in mobile phones for facial biosecurity information.
1: And the last of those is actually the subject of current litigation in the Australian Federal Court. Apple was sued for patent infringement late last year by a company called Charter Pacific Corporation. That case centres on whether two patents owned by Charter Pacific, which Apple says are invalid, are infringed by Apple's touch and face ID technology, which uses biometric data to unlock devices. Charter Pacific has also sued Apple in the US, where it's also launched an action against Nokia.
0: Now, we should say that while the term patent troll has been used in relation to Charter Pacific, the company itself has rejected this classification and emphasises that although it is an investment company that does not practice in the space, it bought the patents in question with the intent of licensing and joint venturing, not litigating. So,
1: and while certainly um, tech companies remain a likely target for patent trolls we're starting to see the emergence of new targets. The obvious place to start here is almost any company that uses technology in its business activities. And given the ubiquity of technology integration within businesses, the number of patent troll targets also increases. And we are certainly seeing trolls target businesses outside of the technology sector through the use of IT-related patents that cut across a myriad of technologies from ordering systems to check-in apps. And that takes us to the renewable energy space, where Rebecca, we've seen a whole heap
0: of new potential targets emerge. Yes, absolutely. This really is an area that seems ripe for for patent trolls. And there's probably a number of reasons for that. The first is that Australia, particularly for many years, um, has seen a relatively high level of patenting in certain areas of green technology. So technologies related to carbon capture and storage, low carbon hydrogen, flood and coastal defences, green buildings and heat pumps and offshore wind power. We can see that in recent reports by actually the UK's IP office, who have analysed worldwide patenting in the 10 areas identified by the UK government for a green industrial revolution. And we can see that for for the technologies in these areas, the level of patenting in Australia is actually quite a bit higher than you would expect given the absolute levels of patenting in Australia. So we've got a lot of patents and at the same time, some of them have been filed quite early in the life cycle of the given technology, which means that they can cover quite broad concepts or foundational aspects of the relevant technology, which are likely to be used by many people looking to move into that technology space.
1: And while you might think that means Australia is overachieving, the potential downside of that is that if patent trolls manage to get their hands on patents for broad or foundational technological solutions, it becomes a fertile hunting ground for them. A good example of this, although it's a bit dated, is litigation that was brought in the US by an entity called Pace. Uh, and he brought litigation against several manufacturers of hybrid cars, including Toyota, Ford, Kia, and Hyundai. Pace holds patents for some core aspects of hybrid electric technologies, and as a business, is entirely focused on patent litigation with much success. Both Toyota and Ford settled litigation and agreed to license Pace's patents, and in 2015, Pace won a $28.9 million jury award against Hyundai and its affiliate Kia. And we've seen very recent activity in this space too, haven't we, Rebecca?
0: Yeah, we have. Um, we've definitely seen non practicing entities that are active in the green energy space and looking to take advantage of the energy transition. We've got an abundance of startups involved in renewable technologies, and uh, often they have limited financial resources to defend a claim of patent infringement, and perhaps also a lack of familiarity with patents, which makes them quite vulnerable. So, a claim for patent infringement against even a quite well capitalised startup has the potential to be financially cri- crippling. So, settling a claim brought by a patent troll may well be far more attractive than trying to take them on. And it's not just the smaller end of town. Some of the really big energy companies who are focused on green energy are also at risk. And actually, many of those companies also have little, limited experience in dealing with patents and patent related risks. And
1: none of that is good for achieving net zero. On the plus side though, the level of patenting for green technologies is still much lower than in the tech space, which has been the preferred technological area for patent trolls in the past. Also many of the patentees in clean energy technologies are large multinational companies that are actively using the technologies in question. So the potential for patent portfolios to be bought from failed companies and used to troll others is much less at this point. So there are some factors that may serve to limit the activity of trolls in the field. Having said that, though, a big player in the solar panel space, LG Electronics, has recently announced plans to shut down its solar panel business. LG is reported to own the third largest solar-related patent portfolio after the State Grid Corporation of China and Samsung. With LG ceasing to operate a business in solar panels, there's the possibility that the portfolio will be monetised through licensing or even be sold to one or more NPEs.
0: It will be really interesting to see what happens with that particular patent portfolio. Um, And patents to renewable energy technologies are certainly a space to watch. Thanks everyone for listening and until next time.